0: listening to the Mindful Biz podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. In this episode of the podcast, I talk with Nastasia Majanovic of Straight Up PR. With seven years' experience in the industry, Nastasia delivers strategic, integrated and impactful campaigns. Having worked on numerous campaigns across both Australia and New Zealand, STARS draws from her authentic relationships she's built in the industry to drive real conversion throughout bold and creative campaigns. joining us here today. How are you?
1: Hi, Ali. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited at the moment. I'm excited to be here chatting to you, but I'm also excited that we're finally out of lockdown oh and it's God. sunny today. So. It's
0: the best feeling, isn't it?
1: Oh, it feels so good.
0: So before we kick into it, how about you introduce everyone?
1: To yourself. No, yes. hang on. Let me say that again.
0: Introdu- <laughs> yeah, introduce you to the listeners. There we go. Introduce yourself.
1: <laughs> well, hi, listeners. My name is Nastasia Majanovic. I am an account director at Straight Up PR. We are a better for you PR agency and talent management agency as well. So we work with amazing brands, businesses and people that are in the health and wellness space and just promoting a better lifestyle. So I've been working at Straight Up PR for Oh gosh, seven and a half years now, which is crazy. That's so cool. um so yeah. Good. I can I can remember when you joined. It doesn't feel <laughs> that long ago. <laughs> I know. Really cool to see how the not only the PR industry, but the health industry and how it's evolved over that period of time. Mm. Oh my gosh, the, the health industry has evolved so much because. Like I remember when I
0: first started Relauncher. About a year later, the health industry mm. emerged, and it was all about yes. green smoothies and bliss. Like it was, and,
1: and turmeric—that's
0: all you could have.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <Whereas laughs> it was, now, You know, it's, it's
1: much it's such more bad simple life. times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Which I think is a really good thing for the industry because it's really evolved from, I guess. I guess every industry has its extremities anyway, but I think with the health industry, it got a bit of a bad rap at one stage because it was like, if you don't wake up and meditate and do yoga and do all the things and have a green juice in the morning and eat a salad for lunch and take a photo of it and do all the health things, you're not categorized as healthy. Mm -hmm. So it's actually really nice to have seen how the industry has evolved for, for brands, but it's just making better for you choices. So it's like, you know, choosing a sustainable option or choosing um, a brand that's cruelty-free and just doing what's best for you. I think um, the whole bio-individuality chat has definitely emerged, especially over the past couple of years. Not everyone has to be gluten-free. Not everyone has to be dairy-free. It's, you know, you do you. You do what's actually going to fuel you and be best for yourself. Yeah. So tell us about
0: your journey into PR what did what did you study when you finished school?
1: So it was quite funny. so at school, I actually did the um the test with my counselor and everyone had to do it in u twelve too. Yeah figure out what they wanted to do in life and I actually got PR and I wasn't really sure what it was like I just remember Sex in the City was on and Samantha Jones worked in PR and I was like oh is that what PR is just going to all these events and hosting people and connecting people and I loved the premise of what it was about and I love communications Like I have always been big on um ho- Hosting events, doing initiatives—that was like just what I loved about school. Was um, leading people into doing things. I'm like, let's all do this together, and like, let's run this campaign, and you know, let's host this. But I didn't realize until I left school and studied, I just went straight into PR. So I did a bachelor of media and communications at UNSW. And it was the first year that they did PR as a major. So that was super exciting. And I think it was the learning curve for everyone that PR actually was starting to have its own mark in the industry wasn't just part of it was yeah within the communication space I think advertising used to be huge but I guess PR has just emerged so much over the past couple of years that you do need to study it and you do need to completely understand it because it's an industry of its own Mm. so yeah I studied it and then did all the internships as you're encouraged to do at uni and all the internships were great for me to figure out what I didn't want to do. Oh <laughs> so I was doing internships at a B2B PR place, which was, I mean, they're all great experience, but then at the end of the day, it really makes you realize you need to be doing something that you truly love and that you believe in really? because.
0: Uh-huh. Especially
1: in PR. Like I could not, like I was sitting there, I was like, why am I getting so excited? One of the clients actually, at the time, seven years ago, Crocs were not cool. So Crocs are cool now. Everyone's wearing them, Justin Bieber, Hailey Bieber. But seven years ago, it was a hard slog. Like <laughs> No one wanted to wear Crocs and I just couldn't get excited about promoting them. And it was at this mm. fashion PR place I was working at. And that's when I realized I love what PR is all about. I love communicating. I love you know, helping promote brands, but it just wasn't fueling what I actually, I wasn't really getting a kick out of it. Mm. And so it wasn't until I met Hannah when she, um, so Hannah O'Donnell, she's the the founder and the managing director at Straight Up here. Um, straight up here didn't exist at the time. So when I met her, there was no straight up here website. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. But then as soon as I met her, we just clicked and we actually just stayed at this cafe and spoke for hours. They kicked us out. They're like, guys, you have to go now. You've been here for way too long. We're closing. And so when we left, I just knew that I either wanted to work with her or be friends with her. Mm-hmm. So when I got the job with her, I was over the moon because, she was doing something different in the industry she was wanting to hone in on the health and wellness space she saw a lot of PR agencies Doubling in health, and this was during a time where health wasn't really a thing. Like yeah. turmeric lattes weren't really around. Matcha wasn't around. Like active wear was barely around. I remember I used to wear just like Supre or like whatever whatever brand used to just make the black tights. Like we didn't have you know Eamon and all the nice active wear that we have now. Like Lululemon was was not really a thing. So it was really interesting getting on board with Hannah at that time, and it's just been such. An amazing experience but like growing with her and the team and and seeing how yeah the industry's evolved but how straight up PR has evolved since then as well. Yeah. So PR as an industry how have you personally
0: seen it evolve over the years from your experience?
1: It's so funny when you look back because Press releases and media was just the main focus back then. So there were no influencers when I started. There was Vlogs yeah. were just coming out. Like there was no social media. Like we actually started the Straight Up here Instagram with Hannah one day. We're like, oh, we should probably get on board with this new platform that started. And it's so funny to see how that's evolved and how far we've come in terms of like Instagram and working with influencers and brand collaborations. So when I started, it was so heavily based around media, which is still such an integral part of the campaigns that we do now. But back then it was so media-driven. It was press releases sending them out. Um, There was just, yeah, inviting media to events. They were the key people that you wanted at the events to get that coverage. But now there's so much more. So we have our new PR playbook, which we which is how we refer to it. So all the different tactics that we like to explore. But looking back then, it was like, it was pretty much just media and doing events. And now it's like, it's actually more fun and more creative and you can do lots of different things and so um yeah it's been really cool to actually be part of the journey in that sense (laughs) I know when when Hannah talks about when she started in PR she used to fax media releases and I was like I'm not that old (laughs) (laughs) we were still emailing and picking up the phones and everything but Yeah. yeah it's it's evolved a lot. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things when clients come on, I
0: think a lot of people sign up to PR expecting or hoping that it's going to result in sales, um, Mm -hmm. which often is not the, well, it's not the primary reason why you do Mm -hmm. PR. So how, how do you manage client expectations?
1: Mm. I mean, for us it's so important to just be transparent. I mean, we're called yeah. straight up PR for a reason. Mm-hmm. So we we absolutely set all expectations before they start. So we we gauge from them what's going to be important to them. So what are their key objectives and who is their target audience? So how are we actually going to build brand awareness? Because that's what PR is all about when not sales driven. Sales is Great, that's a bonus. Fine. But for PR, you engage a PR agency for that brand awareness. So whether it's getting coverage in a magazine or gifting to an influencer or exploring a brand collaboration, it's about getting your brand out there to the people that matter most. So for us, it's all about setting the expectations with the client from the get-go and saying, yeah, what's your wish list? Do you want to be in t- like, do you want to be on TV? Do you want to be in magazines? What is it? And then actually guiding them into. What's going to be the most impactful for you? And how can we just be one piece of your successful puzzle? (laughs) Like how can PR actually support everything else that you're doing from a marketing perspective? Because we have had clients in the past that have put all their eggs in the PR basket and you know they are, they are a little bit not like disappointed, but they're like, oh, well, you know, what else can we be doing? You know, the sales. We're like, well, are you putting ad spend behind it? Are you doing, you know, what what sort of marketing strategies have you got in place? So for us, it's really important to work as an extension of our clients' team to support what they're already doing and then bringing to the party creative ideas.
0: And I think that that's that's one of the biggest misconceptions about PR unless you've been around the block a few times. It's like Mm. um, especially for new emerging brands, quite often they'll, Mm. they'll you know, like literally launch their business and they'll go right now, go and get some PR, expecting that all the magic dust would be sprinkled all over their business by doing that PR. But as you say, that's, it's correct in saying that's one cog Mm -hmm. of the marketing wheel Mm
1: -hmm. that needs to be spinning. Yeah, absolutely. And especially for small businesses because we totally appreciate it's a huge investment to do PR. Like we totally get it. And so that's why we want to be realistic with this is what you're going to expect. This is the type of KP, you know, we set KPIs with our clients that are really clear. We get aligned on all of that before we even start. So then when the campaign runs, they know what's expected, they know what's to come and then they know coming out of, you know, a four or six month campaign, what what they're going to get out of it and yeah. we we handhold them along the way <clears throat> as well like that's super important to us is how can we then help them maximize that coverage so we don't just send a piece of coverage to a client and say hey cool like here's your who magazine piece we're like okay how can we amplify this let's work together so let's put your logo on your website let's create a tile that you can then put some spend behind repurpose this into a blog post like what else can you be doing to then Absolutely, leverage this great opportunity as much as possible.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What have been some learnings that you've gathered along the way? Because, as we know in our careers, there's plenty of there's plenty of learnings. Have, are there any that stand out for you? Oh, great question!
1: It's Ali. a curly question, isn't it? That's a really, You've really thrown me. <laughs> I guess it's just all about being honest and having those open conversations and not being scared to have those I guess it's you know with clients you want to keep them happy you want to be doing the right thing but they've also come to you for the guidance and that's what I guess in PI is always a bit of a tricky I guess in any service industry is you want to help your client but then you don't want to push back on them too much so I guess it's for me it's finding that right balance of Supporting them, but also guiding them—that's yeah. always been a big learning for me. That is, and really, everyone's really. so different. That no, that is a really, really, really good answer because I actually mm-hmm. was in that
0: conversation this morning with my husband, just saying like, mm-hmm. you know, running your own business—you have to be um, well, you're an expert in your field, but you also have to be assertive mm-hmm. and
1: guide. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. that
0: involves having conversations or giving news mm-hmm. that is not exactly what they want to hear. And it's there's an art in in that you know it's, it's all coming back yeah. to having really clear communication because mm-hmm. when there's clear communication it's it's the best way you know yeah, so definitely. and not just saying yes to everything and thinking yes i shouldn't do <laughs> yes that
1: yeah and then i just have to remind myself sometimes i mean you've come to us like you're yeah. working with us for a reason and we have to be confident in what we're recommending and yes. we're the experts like <laughs> yeah. if you want to do pr go and do PR in your own. But yeah, we want yeah. to work with you. Like we and then the other thing is we want the results as much as our clients do. Yeah. So when like we're part of your team, like we want you to be successful. We want you to resign and continue. We love working with our clients on a really long-term basis. Like one of our clients picks peanut butter when they launched into Australia, we were their PR agency um, and we've been working with them for seven years now and they just love what we do and that's what gives us kicks is actually yeah. working with our clients and them trusting us to do the right thing. Yeah. I think trust is also quite big in business. Like it's it's hard, especially if it's, you know, for small businesses. And for PIX it was tricky because they're in New Zealand so they don't know the landscape here. So they had to fully trust us to be guiding them in the right direction of what are the relevant brand collaborations what are the relevant publications we wanted to be getting them in which influences are going to get them the cut through and I mean seven years later they're still so happy with the work that we've been doing and that's just yeah I guess a testament to the work that we produce but um, yeah. it is all about that trust
0: oh absolutely absolutely so when it, when a new client is signing on or a new brand signing on in an ideal world from your point of view like what what's a good amount of time for the first campaign? Like would you say like four months is a long enough time to, I mean, as I said, it depends on the brand,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah. is, is four months long enough for someone to do like a first-time campaign?
1: Yes, yeah. yeah. So we generally um, suggest a minimum four-month campaign yeah. just because it does take that time to build momentum. I guess like any business and anything you do, things take time. Things take time. You need to be able to see the results you need to generate, you need to build that momentum. So we do recommend minimum four-month campaigns. Um, I guess it really, as you said, it depends on the client and what the brief is as well. So we're not going to recommend a four-month campaign if we actually think it should be six or, you know, if you should be on a retained basis. It depends on what your objectives are. And so we like to work really closely with our clients and be super transparent about, okay, so if you're launching this product and you're just wanting to push people into calls for x amount of time. Yeah, great. Let's do a four months campaign, and then let's start. You know, a month before we need to, and then let that campaign roll on. So generally, it is that. Yeah, minimum four months. Yeah,
0: yeah. And talent agent or talent
1: management side of the business. Tell us about yes. that. <laughs> that um, that came. Yeah, really organically, actually. It was when we were starting to see influences emerge, I can't even remember when, I think it was like 2016, around that time. And we noticed that when we were man- when we were actually yeah managing campaigns for our clients and we were trying to find different experts or spokespeople that we just actually didn't really like the way that other talent managers were managing their their talent. So they would always just slap on this huge fee and not actually speak to their talent about what the opportunity was. Like I remember so specifically this one moment where we were working with a client and um, it was a soccer. It was an outdoor soccer arena um, based out in Western Sydney. And we're getting in touch with a presenter for a soccer channel. And she lived up, like, she lived so close and she has kids. And we actually got in touch with her manager. We're like, oh, we'd love to invite her along. You know, she can go take her kids down. This is this. And her manager just came back saying, yeah, it's like $7,000. Straight away. Like, did you even speak to her about whether she wanted to yeah. check it out or are you just putting a fee on? So for us, we're like, we just need to continue what we do from a transparency perspective for our PR clients and we wanted to do that with talent. So we actually just started reaching out to some of our networks. Um, we worked with um, Maxi from Bondi Rescue. He was actually one of our first talent at the time. He's like, hell yeah, you know, I've never actually, you know, you know glued with anyone in the past from a talent management side of things. So he loved working with us because we, we just want to keep our clients across everything that we're doing, like they like to be included in the process and we we always have those open conversations about is this something that you want to do? Do you want to get paid for this? Do you just love it so much you're happy to do it for free? Like there are people out there that don't need to do everything for a fee. Mm. So for us that was, that was a big turning point, you know, in the industry from our end because, yeah, we, we knew that there was a gap in the market for those talent managers that were super transparent with their clients as well. yeah.
0: Gosh, I'm like listening to you speak. I'm like, gosh, the years have rolled around so quickly. Because again, I, I remember when you set that up. I know. But it's like, right, Was that 2016? That
1: feels like two years. I ago. know. I honestly can't remember. I actually signed for something yesterday. Like, can you sign here with the date? And I wrote 2019. I'm like, <laughs> I'm stuck in the past. Clearly, like <laughs> so two years have, ago, nothing's happened. <laughs> do
0: you have any tips for brands wanting to get PR ready?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. So we call it your digital ducks. You've got to get them in a row. So, <laughs> Some people come to us and they're like, oh, we'd love to do some PR. We don't have a logo yet. We don't have a website. Our social media, it's not very active can we do PR? We'll actually turn around and be like, no, this isn't the right time for you to be doing PR. You need to be getting everything sorted. You need to have all your product stock available. You need to be on shelves where you need to be on shelves. There's no point directing people to Coles if you're not stocked there yet or if, like, the distributors haven't sorted that out. If your website isn't functioning, your SEO isn't great, your social media needs some work, you don't have a logo. So for us, yeah. we do that whole sort of a brand health check before we say, yeah, it's time to do PR. And we we just tell the client, like, maybe maybe this month isn't the right time. Maybe we check in in a few months. Like, let's keep the conversations alive. If you need help with all this stuff, we've just launched Straight Up Studio, which can assist with all those more digital sides, or we recommend people within the industry that we know can help. So we recommended Sticky Studio for a lot of our previous clients as well because we know you produce great work, Ali, and even some of our old clients um, need business coaching. So, like, you need to speak to Ali. So even just, you know, directing people in the right direction yeah. is what we want. So then we can actually do our job the best way we can. Exactly. Like, you you need the business foundation
0: to be set and operating not in a like not in progression like you mm. it, it has the foundation has to be set for for PR absolutely
1: successful yeah absolutely yes. all yes. right so where can everyone find you. Well you can find me on LinkedIn at Nastasia Majanovic. My name's very long, but I'm sure it'll be in the show notes somewhere. You can find me on Instagram at Nastasia N-A-R-J or just check us out on straight up PR. That's where I mean I post all or share everything from a straight up PR side things so we're straight up underscore pr on instagram you can check us out on our website so straight up pr.com.au and our linkedin our facebook i mean we're everywhere so just Amazing, have a quick yeah. google and things will pop up yeah <laughs> and also i'll put the
0: links on relauncher.com.au so all you have to do then is you can just click through and you'll find them so start, thank you so much for joining us here today it's been great chatting
1: Thank you so much, Ali. I can't believe I'm actually on your podcast. I've been pitching my clients to your podcast for years. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's my turn. It feels so strange. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's been great chatting to you.